0: Let's go.
1: Welcome to the Hooked On Fantasy Podcast with your host, Luke Sawhook.
0: And Hutchinson Brown.
1: Let's go. Whoa. You're so back. You're back. back. Hey everybody. How oh, yeah. Hooked On Fantasy Podcast. I'm God's sleepiest soldier at the moment. You're one of your hosts, Luke Sawhook, uh, hanging out on minimal sleep, on minimal rest. We are here for you, the people, to enjoy this show tonight. Oh, yeah, I appreciate oh, everyone yeah. coming out and watching. Hutch is here to bring the energy this evening. We're gonna be talking What's about up? biggest question marks moving forward for the NFL season, and most particularly Week Two. Mm-hmm. Hutch, how are we You're looking handsome as ever today?
0: Thank you. Uh, doing well, man. Super excited for this show. You know, we just got done at youth group at church, and I was like running over here. I like drove here and ran up to my room. I was like, "Let's go!" We got hooked on fantasy tonight. It's right, gonna did be you fun. speed all the way here? Yeah, um uh I plead the fifth. Uh but um yeah, no, I drove it, back here. Which is that and, if you're watching, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's nah, on me. Oh my goodness. Um no, yeah, I drove back here. It was safe. I was safe, don't worry. Good. And uh got on the fantasy, I got on the stream yard. I was like, let's go, let's do this. with so was texting Luke, what we're gonna do for the show. Excited. I got some questions prepared. there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about here. I don't think we'll get through it all, it's a lot. Yeah, but, uh cool. But yeah, we'll but get yeah, through it as right. we can. a rip. So, Let's go for it. So, the first one, I just want to do a warm-up real quick because we were looking for questions and we didn't get many comments, but we got one. It was a, <laughs> We oh, only wow. got one. It was a start-sick question, and I thought it would be nice as a warm-up. So, it's a start two, and it looks like a PPR league. It's Brandon Ayuk, Zay Flowers, I would assume DJ Moore because he just said Moore, but I was assume DJ Moore, yeah. and Raheem Mostert. So, we're starting two of those players. So, it's, I'm assuming it's two flexes. Uh, I think... I mean, I don't remember exactly the week two matchup this week, but I, it's hard to bench Ayuk after his week one. I, I can't. the Rams. I can't. Yeah, I guess the Rams, their defense going is kind Ayuk. of in. Yeah, it's I'm Ayuk. Honestly, for I'm me. going with
1: two of the wide receivers. I'm going to go with Ayuk, and I'm going to go with Zay Flowers, man. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, That's a great play. I, I like Zay I, Flowers I, a lot, but I will be the first to admit, I was not the biggest on the Zay Flowers hype train for redraft this season because I didn't really know what to yeah. expect with. The target share with Odell Beckham Jr. And, and Bateman and Flowers and Andrews. Granted, Mark Andrews was not on the field last week, but Zay Flowers looked electric, which we kind of expected.
0: Oh, but he his looks target incredible. share was
1: phenomenal. And yeah. if you can go out there and produce like down on a week to week basis, I mean Zay Flowers can be a weekly start uh in fantasy. You know, I think oh, yeah. a reliable, consistent player in your lineup. So I mean IU is a smash, right? And, and I, I think need a smash. I've always been there with them. I do love DJ Moore though. It, it kind of hurts me deep down to say not DJ yes. Moore. I'm a big DJ Moore yes. guy this year. But Week 1 disappointed, so I think I have to go with Flowers. What do you think? Do you agree or do you want to I would
0: more? I would completely agree with you. Ayuk is the easy play. You can't bench him after his Week 1. He gets to phenomenal. Who, who everyone like I feel like people assume they're a good defense, but when you look at their roster, they got they've gotten torn apart lately. Especially with the loss of Jalen Ramsey lately like They've gotten torn apart. Their defense isn't as good as people think it is. Uh, I think you could have another stellar game. And then Flowers is set up for another good game too. Reminder, Mark Andrews is back at practice. So I would expect right. him to play this week. And right. even if he does though, I think Zay Flowers is still a valuable play. The, the offense, I think they're going to be pass heavy enough. I really think this offense is going to change throughout the year slowly, but surely get to more pass attempts. I think that's what we're going to see this year from Lamar Jackson. And especially now that they've lost J.K. Dobbins again, like they're going to be forced to throw the football more. They don't have a steady run game. Like there's no free agents that are going to give them a steady run game. So they're going to be forced to throw the football a little bit more than they want. So I like those two. I agree with you. So let's move into the questions for week two. I have a bunch of things that are written. Let me play
1: the guitar first, man. Come on. We got a guitar. Sorry. My
0: bad, bro. My bad. My bad. Uh, Four.
1: Oh. That wasn't dense. I like that one.
0: There we go. There we go. We are officially
1: transitioned now, ladies and gentlemen. Yes,
0: we are officially transitioned. Now I can get into the questions. Now you can. So. The first question I have, it's it's a kind of a it's kind of a threefer. I want to ask about the rookie oh, running backs. How do you feel about the rookie running backs? Okay. Uh, I want to talk about these rookies real quick. We can go quickly through each one. Firstly, with Bijan Robinson, because everyone I've seen a lot of people actually worried about Bijan Robinson because of the or getting touches. They're and, so
1: worried after him scoring over twenty points.
0: Yeah, he scored twenty plus fantasy points. He was a top eight running back on the week and. But the thing is, he did split the backfield with Alagir. He only had 10 carries in the game. I think he was five targets. one,
1: Hutch. Come yeah, on. Yeah, no, no. I completely
0: agree with you. I'm saying people are worried. I completely agree with you. By week three or four, he's the three-down back on of this offense. Like, he's just going to beat out Alagir and he's going to be Here's
1: the home. thing, Hutch. He doesn't even need to be the three-down He doesn't back. need to. No, he doesn't need to. He can be first oh, or he's going down or first or third down or second. Who cares? He is so good. He is going to see a ton of work. This team is probably going to be running the ball more than most teams in the league, probably top five, top three in rush attempts. Oh, season.
0: easily, yeah. It's
1: going to be a gigantic pie. And don't even forget, dude, the running back saw 50% of the targets for the Atlanta of Falcons this past week. They're going mm-hmm. to get a lot of checkdowns. Ritter's looking like check down Charlie early on in the season. Oh, Bichon's yeah. a fantastic receiving back. They flex him out wide at wide receiver this past week. He's in for a great year. I mean, don't even panic. I think worst case no, scenario for Bijan on a week-to-week basis, on average, is like a running back, oh, like 10. Oh, no. Like, I, I hope he'll finish outside the top 10 some weeks.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. He was
1: like a lock like top 10 sure thing running back if he's healthy.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, that the problem is people draft him as RB3 or 4 this year. There were a lot of people drafting yeah, that right You know what I mean? Like that's fine.
1: People get too caught up in when you're drafting and rankings and everything, like where they're actually going to finish. But I think that the safety of players is what should make them go higher. You know, like Justin Jefferson's the number one pick, right? I, I mean, odds alone, Jefferson's probably not the. He probably is over fifty percent likely to not be the number one wide receiver this year. Oh right? yeah, right. Odds yeah. alone, it's slim odds. But he's number one because he's the safest because, you know, like it seems like what a worst case scenario season for Justin Jefferson would be at this point if he's healthy and Kirk Cousins is healthy. It's like, oh, no, the wide receiver of six. You know what I mean? Like it feels like a, a low. Thing.
0: That's a low. Um, fl- that's low. I think it's, I think his floor is higher than that.
1: Do you think his floor is higher than the wide receiver six? I mean, wide receiver six. Yeah, he's good. so
0: locked in, man. He's so locked yeah, in. I, think I know, but happy. that's what I mean.
1: He's so good. Yeah, he's the worst case scenario there. is great. That's what I'm saying. With Bijan, yeah. even though he's so high up on the draft boards, I don't even think he can really disappoint because I think he's going to be that good still.
0: Yeah, and I agree. And yeah, I to- I totally agree with you. Yeah, he's, he's going to be totally fine, so don't worry about it. I want to talk about Jameer Gibbs for a second next. Jameer Gibbs is the next okay. rookie running back. He, I mean, everyone knows on this podcast. I've talked about Jameer Gibbs. I've gone a rant about Jameer Gibbs. I love him. I think he's fantastic, fantastic player. I will say, fantastic human being. I've never met Jameer Gibbs. I mean, he's him.
1: probably a fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's probably like, great.
0: He's probably I, awesome. For the
1: record, I have talked to Jameer Gibbs in person. I asked him. Oh, question. you
0: did. You didn't you? Yeah, you did. I did. I um, asked him. I think two questions. Actually. Yeah, you did. You got. Uh, to yeah, he was, was cool. So cool was man. It was it was that cool. Cool. was so cool. He's but, good, uh, for the yeah, yeah, He's a fantastic player, and he, he's really good. Like, I can't like when I watch like I watched the full Lions Chiefs game, and I watched for twenty six where he got the ball. I mm-hmm. watched for him because he was the only player I paid attention to. My family's making fun of me because I paid attention to him. Like I jumped up and screamed when he got the football. Like I got I wasn't so even paying attention
1: to Patrick Mahomes. No, not at all. Not
0: at all. He was my like Jameer Gibbs was my guy. I was one hundred percent locked in on Jameer Gibbs. You need to swap
1: that jersey you have framed in the background back there, buddy.
0: Yeah, I need to get a Jameer Gibbs jersey. I do. I need to get a Jameer Gibbs jersey. Uh, I was even on defense. I was like, "Where's 26?" When the Lions were on defense, I was like, where, "Where is he? Where is he? Needs to be on what the about. field." But no, he just looked fantastic every time he touched the ball. It was electricity. I mean, he's so electric. And there were plays where he was laying out people. Like he laid out a Chiefs defender. He laid out a corner, and it was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, and there, there, he broke so many tackles. He made spin moves on people. He was juking he's people. He impressive. was so electric. He just looked. He looked. He looks every bit better than Dave Montgomery did, and he's just going to continue to get more and more touches and more and more, especially in the receiving game, and he's going to be uh, the lead back of this offense. He will be a top eight running back in fantasy football, if not top five. I'm very excited for Demirian Gibbs this season. Very, very excited for him, and he's only going to get more touches from here. He's a rookie week one, and he looks so good, so good. He's going to get so many touches, and I'm just so hyped for him. So I absolutely agree. I mean, I'll like
1: David Montgomery is going to get his, but Jameer Gibbs' workload's only going to increase. I mean, he's a very talented runner. Yes. He's a better runner in the open field, especially than uh, David Montgomery. He's going to make guys miss. He's a great receiving back. He's very, very fast. He has to take it to the house, breakaway oh, away speed. I'm very excited to watch him play this year. He's definitely yeah. got an really awesome 60-plus yard touchdowns, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, he'll get plenty of those. All right, and the last rookie I want to talk about, somebody that I liked coming in this season a lot. I, I remember you saying you did like him, but not as much as I did, is Zach Charbonnet. Yeah. Uh, he didn't really do much. Yeah. We didn't really get to see we didn't really get to see much of Charbonnet. Do were we panicking yet or no? I'm not really panicking. It's week one. And the, week the, one. it was a weird week for the Seattle Seahawks. They kind of got blown out and it was like, what the crap just happened? Like it was a really weird week. Yeah, it's week um, one.
1: I like Charbonnet so, as a player. I I'm not worried problem, yet. I think the problem is. Walker is just so damn good. I think it He's might be a little tough for him to get in there. He's a good player. Um, Charbonnet is also very good, but I think this is this might sound stupid, but hear me out. Okay. I think that Tank Bigsby is more of a threat to Travis Etienne than Charbonnet is to Kenneth Walker.
0: I'd really disagree. I, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that take.
1: Yeah. Like for me, like I like Charbonnet a lot. I just don't know if it's going to be to the point where he gets such significant work that you want to play him in a redraft league this year. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't love Charbonnet this season for a redraft play. Uh, long-term, I'm interested. I, I'm I'm more interested in Tank. I don't know what it is about Tank. I just really like him in Jacksonville. I think that he and Etienne could have more of an even split in the future, um, especially around the goal line. I think Etienne gets it there. With Charbonnet and Walker, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of tough. I think right now mm-hmm. I'm leaning more meh on Charbonnet at the moment.
0: That's fair. I, I mean, I was a guy this offseason that was promoting the idea that I think Zach Charbonnet could outscore Ken Walker this year in fantasy football. I mean, he's just – he's the better goal lineback and he's the better receiver. That's all the valuable touches in the offense, like – I don't know what else you want me to say. If he's getting those viable touches, then that's it. I but,
1: understand that argument. I just think that Kenneth Walker is just – Kenneth
0: Walker is so good, man. And he's Pete Carroll does good. like to use the three-down guy. Like he, he's when really you trust good. the guy, he trusts the guy, and it seems like he trusts Ken Walker. But Zach Charmini, I think it's a name – like I'm a little bit more worried that he didn't get any touches really at all. Uh,
1: I, I, I'll just mute this mic, everybody, at home. And yeah. he's back. He's back. We're back. Go ahead. Oh, need to again. This is dramatic, everybody. What's going on? What's happening? This is fun. We got, yeah. it. We got
0: it. We're good. We're we here. got it. You Can hear me?
1: me? Yeah, I'm going to play guitar to uh, encapsulate how I feel about you coming back.
0: Okay. back. Okay, keep going. Go so back. Okay. So Zach Charmé, I think he's somebody that you don't want to play for now until he gets more touches and just see what happens to him. I just see him as a stash for now. Just wait and see what happens with him. So we want to move on to the next questions, Luke. Yep. I've yep. got here. So... We talked about a lot of running backs. Let's move somewhere else. Who, I mean, this is, a, I mean, this is hotly debated across Twitter. Like I put out a question uh, on Twitter. Uh, how many, how many fab dollars did Puka Nakua go for in your waiver? I, I think I had like, I don't know. I had like five times the amount of replies compared to likes. It was hilarious. Like I, I like I had 140 replies on it. It was ridiculous. Um, who is the number one Rams wide receiver? Is it Puka Nakua to you or is it Tutu Atwell? Because my bet would be Nakua.
1: Apple's been in the league for a
0: couple years already, and Nakua is more built like physically to be a number one wide receiver in the NFL. I will say I
1: think that the Rams number one wide receiver is still absolutely Cooper Cup. Obviously, oh no, definitely no, no, no. That's the thing that that I think for now. Kind of understand with Puka is I like Puka a lot, but long term, he could become a six-target a game guy. You know if were happy, that'd be great, you know, six targets a yeah. game for Puka. That'd be cool. What he did this week was definitely going to be an outlier, in my opinion. Um, I think while Cooper Cup sidelined, Puka could probably have some good success. is the guy I would like in fantasy. I think he's going to be more high-volume. Yeah, too. going to be more of that deep-threat guy who's probably not going to hit as consistently as Puka, especially in PPR, least, of course. In standard or half-point, yeah. you know, uh, Tutu gets a little bit more weight. But in PPR, is uh, that guy. Um, and yeah. I will say this week I would not start Puka. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. He's playing the 49ers, the
0: 49ers, right? Yeah, no, He's playing
1: the 49ers. I don't want to any I rounds earlier today. It's like, here's the hard truth. You just spent million yeah, valve dollars on Puka. I'm not starting him this week. I'm sorry. I'm not starting him this week. I understand, you know, like throw him out there. Sure, maybe he'll get I don't know, eight catches for 52 yards or something. That's a good fantasy game. But yeah. I think there's a lot more. Of a stronger likelihood that he's going to finish with three for 37. And then you're staring at six points in your final fantasy line because Puka, you know, drops a bomb on you. And I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of this matchup. I think I'm just going to bench him this week.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I think benching him this week would be the smart move because we also don't know who the number one wide receiver is. We just don't know if this was a fluke. The problem is, though, it's hard to say that it's a fluke because when you come out as a late round rookie and you dominate all camp. You get a lot of hype. You dominate all preseason, get a lot of hype, and then you come out week one. You actually have a productive game as a rookie. It's right. kind of hard to say that you're not going to work out. Like it's it's like it's really that's a really good case to make. That's a really good resume so far for Puka Nakua. Uh, and I, I think that Cooper Cup, obviously, he's on IR, which means at least four games. Even if he comes back within four games, which is possibly he misses more. I mean, the Rams are in a season where they are just like they're losing. They're, they're
1: spiraling right now. They're
0: spiraling. They're gonna lose a lot of games this year. They might want to rest Cooper Cup, or even if he comes back, there's a very possible chance for re-injury here. This is a hamstring injury. He's an older player, and he already had a setback. Why not another one? Because yeah, if he thing, does, is Coups now going to continue to rise. The
1: thing is, too, that I've seen people point out already, and I, I don't know if we have on this show, but – well, actually, we haven't. It's been a minute. But Cooper Cup can miss likely more than four games.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? it's like minimum four. Four. I would yeah. not be
1: surprised if he was out eight. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No. They want to take all. his time. They want to take their time, and that's good news for Puka. So I like yeah. Puka um, in the short, but I am going to be benching him this week.
0: That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. So next question we want to ask, do we think Zach Wilson's going to be the starter for the jets? I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately tore his Achilles, he's gone for the season and that might've been the end of his career, sadly for Aaron Rodgers. But, uh, is Zach Wilson gonna be the starter because there have been rumors where they've looked at Carson Wentz. There've been rumors that they might trade for, um, um, Jacoby Brissett. which there's something interesting. I want to say about that in a bit, but, uh, they're looking for options of quarterback. Do you think Zach Wilson is going to be their starter? Their I, starting think quarterback? So. I think so. I think so. There's big, been yeah. a
1: lot of strong outward support so far from the Jets coaching staff and locker room that Zach's the guy. He's the starter. Um, if they add anybody else, it's going to be the backup. So I, I feel very strongly, like 98% sure, at least in the short term, if Zach Wilson plays for a few weeks and then sucks and gets benched, sure. But I think...
0: You're looking for Chris St- Streveler. Where's Streveler at? He got, he didn't, he's not going on the Jets. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he got uh, cut.
1: He was still good, though. Hall of Fame, fame game DFS. Led to but, oh, um, no, but I think Zach Wilson's absolutely going to be the starter until he possibly loses the job out of poor play. But he yeah. will get the opportunity. He will get his chance. I'm absolutely. Very, very positive. It's
0: his job to lose right now, yeah. And uh, I just want to say something about Jacoby Brissett real quick. Because if they actually did trade for Jacoby Brissett and the commanders let that happen, I think that's a huge note of confidence to Sam Howell, because obviously we've been talking about all offseason long that Jacoby Brissett eventually will replace Sam Howell, and then because the because the Commanders want to win games this year, the Commanders want to win games, they want to be able to get to five hundred so that the GM and the coach can all save their butts. Right. That's what they want. They want to try to get to as many wins as possible to save, to save their butts, and they want to have a veteran just in case the rookie or just in case the second year player doesn't work out, mm-hmm. and if, like achobe Brissett, who was winning games for the Browns the year prior, would win them games this year. If they were to trade away, Jacob, your set, wouldn't that be a huge note of confidence to Sam Howell saying, like, you're our guy?
1: I mean, he definitely would be. I think that there's already a lot
0: of positive reports this offseason about him. Like, no, he's got you know, a lot I, of positive reports. I
1: think that Sam Howell's good. Uh, I'm put me on the record, write it down. Fantasy receipts if you're out there watching this. <laughs> I think Sam Howell's good. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a good player. I don't know yeah. what it is. Hopefully, this is not going to be a freezing cold take. Desmond Ritter? Uh uh-uh. uh. Sam Howell? that's my that's my quick caveman analysis for you I, think it's fair. I don't know what it is necessarily about them i just think that hal's play style and the way he goes about things is better for what that team is doing i think that ritter is an okay fit but long term i don't think he has the the ceiling to elevate this falcons offense to where they need to go but i think hal has the ceiling to elevate this commander's team from where where they need to go um i don't know i'm just a better i'm just a bigger fan of hal's game i think he has uh underrated scrambling ability I think he has a nice arm Ritter I think is okay I I, seriously my comp and I've seen other people comp into this too But I think Desmond Ritter his comp for me was like veteran Marcus Mariota like he's a fine player he can get the job done but I don't love him and and his ceiling I think Howe has a higher ceiling and Ritter has great weapons in Atlanta he could have an okay year but long term, I just don't really see the room for the potential no, and the yeah. growth needed to be a franchise quarterback. I think Howell has the potential to at least get there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree there. I, I, I Howell's been somebody that like I've always been like questionable about. I've just been always so nervous about Howell this year because with Jacoby Brissett breathing down his neck and with what I've said about the commanders, GM, and coaching staff, if they see any signs of like, oh, two interceptions in the game, he's done. I think that's it because they don't, they can't lose games. If they lose games, they're fired, and that's it. Right. So that's why I've been really nervous about Howell this year. If they were to trade away Jacoby Brissett to the Jets, who would trade for him? That would be crazy. That would be a huge note of confidence for him. It'd
1: be crazy. I, I, no. I just, I don't know. I think they like Sam Howell a lot from what I've seen about the. Yeah. they are big Sam Howell fans, and um, yeah. I like that. I like that. I like Sam Howell. I like put it. Write it down.
0: I like Sam Howell. Howell. Write Sam it down. good. Luke Saw Hook. I like Sam Howell. Uh, I like September September 13th, 2023.
1: I like Sam Howe. I think he's good.
0: Yeah. All right. Move on to the next point. So let's talk about, let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about the Falcons a little bit more. Okay. I just wrote down what, I just wrote uh, WTF is going on in Atlanta with Pitts and London. Dear God, I don't know. Um, I that hate Arthur End, end statement. I, I, I don't know. So much. I don't know. It's I it's hate like, Arthur Smith. Give them the ball. The end. It's really infuriating. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, that's it. It's really infuriating. I just don't know what to do. I saw Andy Holloway on the Fantasy Footballers podcast. He said he would drop Drake London for Puka Nakua.
1: Okay, that's a bit ridiculous. Did Andy, you I that? love you. Andy, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm a big I fan of that's... Footballers. I love Andy. Don't drop him. Oh, Drake he's
0: amazing. I would not do that. I can't. I can't do that. I mean, that's blasphemy. It's it's insane. Like, trade
1: him. You can't drop him. Are you crazy? You no, can one's trade gonna Drake
0: no one's going to trade for him, though. You're I stuck wouldn't... with Drake London.
1: I would take Drake London on the cheap ski. Who would you rather yeah, have
0: right now? Sure. But you're not, who would you
1: rather have right now season long, Michael Thomas or Drake London?
0: That's a tough question. Michael, Michael Thomas made some plays last week. He made some okay. good plays. Answer the that's question. A- oh. Man, that's really tough. I think I would go empty. Wow, he made I, would go, I would
1: go. I would go with like um. Drake. He made
0: plays last week. He made the some really is two guys. nice plays. The
1: upside is the, too. Yeah, good. I like my Thomas too. Yes, it's but so. Upside so much better.
0: It's so. Close. I like. I've never. It's I've just so never been in on Drake. Too.
1: Here's the thing. Last year, this is basically the same situation as last year for Atlanta, right? Basically the same. Okay. didn't be, Bijan, that changes what it does. London was fine last year. He wasn't bad.
0: His he most fantasy productive games were without Kyle Pitts, though. Those last five weeks when Ritter started, that's so, when he was most productive, and that's when Pitts so, was gone. That's the but only we've thing we've seen him track. do. It.
1: We know, he's yes, great.
0: we've seen him produce. He's a good player. He's a good they player. Can get
1: him the ball. I, I think worst case scenario, you get last year Drake London. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. fine. With that's okay with me. And he's a talented guy. I think he can take a leap. I like Drake London.
0: Yeah.
1: Buy low on Drake London. I'm tweeting it right now. Buy
0: low yeah. on Drake London. Buy low on Drake London. Go for it. All right. So the next thing we want to talk about here. Oh, man. Let's talk about rookie tight ends. Dalton Kincaid and Sam Laporta both had four-plus catches in their, in their debut. Um, Laporta was the clear leader at tight end for his team. But for the Bills, Dawson Knox also had four targets. Um, he had three catches in the game as well. So looking at the rest of their seasons, I mean, we've always talked about really, you don't, we don't love rookie tight ends for fantasy because they usually just don't produce. Historically, it's a bad hey, bet to make, yourself,
1: brother, I got rookie it's fever. fever. I've been on Sam Laporta for a while now.
0: Yeah, I love I've liked San Laporta as a dart throw. Don't get Kate mm-hmm. I've been out on, he's just been too expensive for me, but I lo- I've liked Donk of uh, San Laporta a lot. I because really he's liked like King Kate
1: earlier in the offseason. I've loved both of, the both of them in Dynasty.
0: Both of them in Dynasty, I've been all in. Both of them and Dynasty have been all in. But for, um
1: for, for King Kinkade, I've always was a fan of his, but his price and redraft yes. got to the point to it's me where I, prefer, where I where I preferred other incredible. options. Yeah. Um, but I've been a big fan of San Laporta for a minute. Now you can go back yes. on my tweets if you want. Search my name we if you like. Sam Laporta is a talented player. I think he has a nice role in this offense he's for good, the yeah. future for the Lions. Nice target share in week one. I project to have him uh, be a top 15 tight end this season. He's good.
0: Yeah, top he's 12. he's really good. Top
1: 12, even top 10 is definitely in his range of outcomes. I think he's going to have oh. a solid role in this offense.
0: Absolutely, because if he can do what he did last week and continue to earn on that, because, like he had five targets, five catches. Like, a tight end getting five catches in a game, like that's pretty much guaranteeing that he's in the top 15 tight ends in the week. Guaranteeing. And he didn't even score a touchdown last week. His yards per catch were so low. It was like ridiculously low. But didn't he have like five catches for like 39 yards or something like that? He did. Yeah. It was so stupid. It was so dumb. Um, yeah, he. it was really good to see that from week one. From I think a rookie, a rookie
1: tight end or a rookie wide receiver at all catching
0: five four targets. plus balls yeah.
1: in a game for your for your debut is, is great. I think that's yeah. really, really good. Hey, shout out to my boy Jordan Addison, by the way, looking pretty good out there.
0: And shout out to Jackson with the Jigbo as well, who tied, the t- tied for the lead targets on his team.
1: Listen, hey, listen. I I mean this. This might sound stupid. People might get mad at me, but I'm still aboard the DK Metcalf bus train long term during the season. I don't care. I don't care. He caught a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I will. Can I will I make a to?
0: bet. That I, I'll make a bet that Jax with the jokebo will lead the team in targets this year.
1: That's crazy. I don't know. I'll, I'll know make that that bet. Do associate me with the fact that. Smith and Jigba, Lockett, and DK splitting targets decently, evenly. Red flag. Red flag immediately. Listen, I like DK. He's a great, great player. But this year, I think he's set up to disappoint. I think that touchdown bailed him this week. Long term, I'm iffy. I'm big time iffy on DK still. DK, best pick, still alive. Travis Etienne, I don't know. That one might not be as good. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. That's why I swing and miss sometimes. People, baseball. Oh, yeah, like fantasy analysis. If you hit four hundred, you're a hall of famer. Always remember that,
0: kids. Yes, always oh, remember that. Yep, yeah, exactly. All right, that's gonna be it for Hooked on Fantasy today. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Next week, what day are we doing next week, Luke? Do we know yet?
1: Wednesday again. Wednesday? Wednesday
0: night. All right, let's go Wednesday. Let's Wednesday do Wednesday nights. We're doing it. Wednesday Wednesday night, We did Mondays. We
1: recorded Monday nights and put it out on Tuesdays for a long time because I was doing minor league baseball season. My schedule is going to be a lot more open next week, hopefully, now that the season's wrapping up. It should be over by then. Uh, Wednesday nights for the foreseeable future will give me a lot more time to prepare for the show, get more energy into the content. It's going to be fantastic. I appreciate each and every one of you who are listening to this episode, especially if you make it all the way to the end. There's probably not that many of you. I love you. Here's a kiss on your forehead. Love you so much. I will see you next time. Goodbye. See ya.